a broke single mom who'd been fired from Denny's go on to become America's most sought-after real estate investor. Hold on to your seats as you are about to go on a wild ride that results in you being a superstar. Dwan Twyberg, a.k.a. Wonderful, is about to blow your mind. The most wonderful real estate podcast ever promises to be your go-to podcast for everything that life has to offer. You are entering the Wonderful Zone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I'm your host, Dwan Benton Twyfer, and I'm America's most sought-after real estate investor. I'm super excited that you're here today. As you can see, I have an awesome guest, Mr. Solomon, and we bring on guests from all walks of life talking about all kinds of fun things. And everything is to help you become more successful or take that step in entrepreneurship or investing or whatever it is that you do. It all starts with the first step. Our motto at Wonderful is people before profits. So if that is something that resonates with you, you're at the right place. I'm your girl. And today is your show. So I want to welcome my guest, Timothy Solomon. Solomon Timothy. I am so sorry. <laughs> Solomon Timothy. How are you today, honey? Doing amazing, Dwan. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. Is it? Thank you. Isn't that funny? I said your name backwards. It's like, I know, but when you have like two first names, it's easy to do. Right. And I told you, I, I, I love the name that. Solomon. Wise man from the Bible. Life. That is correct. And people can reach you at timothy.com, T-H-I-M-O-T-H-Y.com. That is absolutely right. You got it. I mean, that's great that you got timothy.com. Um, it's a, it's a, like a 20-year-old domain name. Yeah. See, I tried to get Dwan, just Dwan.com like 25 years ago and it's gone and it's a yeah. company in China. So I'm on there to like, if it ever, you know, they don't update or something like I'll, I'll get it. And every year I get a thing. It's the update, update, update. And I was like, how can Duan be gone? But it's a, it's a company in China. You can make a deal with them. Like you need to I don't know if you know this. Well, I don't know. They've yeah, been in business man. for 20 years, so I doubt they're going to give me their. <laughs> <laughs> but Dwan Benton, Dwan Mentwyfer, super easy to get. But That's uh, yeah, so you have to to have like Timothy.com. You've had to have that for a long time. It's been an it's been an old domain. Yeah, that's nice though. All right, so what we like to do is, uh, I just like you to tell us, just like in a nutshell, what you do and how to reach sure. you. And then I'm going to ask you some questions and see how you became Solomon of Timothy.com. Yeah. How about this? I'm in the process of becoming Solomon because you can never be fully <laughs> Solomon. It's the wisest guy. So uh, anyway, I'll tell you about what I do and what I've been doing for the last uh, 17, 18 years. It's literally helping entrepreneurs uh, with the biggest challenge that they have. And that is lead generation and customer acquisition. So whether you're selling to consumer, you're selling to business, every single day, you know, people are looking for your products and services, but are they finding you? You know, and that's the challenge because we say the word like competition, competition, competition. Well, they're your competition because they're better at one thing. That is, they're better at lead generation and customer acquisition and they might be growing faster than you 
And I know some entrepreneurs are feeling it right now. They're like, yeah, I hate my competition. <laughs> and it's because they're good at the thing that we're going to be talking about. And at the end of this episode, I promise that you're going to be so good at it that they're going to think you're the competition that you don't think that they're the competition. How's that? I love that. I think that is super great. And I have to agree with you. Lead generation is tough. And, you know, like even on social media, there's a million people doing the things that you do and I do and everybody else does. And it is hard sometimes for people to find you. That is correct. Specifically. So I love lead generation and customer acquisition is right up my alley. So. Um, so tell us, like, for someone that would like really be new, they're like, what does that mean? You're going to help people find leads and and customers. Is this for any field? Is this for real estate investing specifically? Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because I I work with real estate investing community, even specifically that you know people that are buying homes so they could flip it and sell it. Sometimes they're buying homes so they could just hold on to it and make money renting it. Um, so there there is a market for that where I help them with lead generation, but the concepts and the frameworks that we're going to be talking about, you can apply to virtually any business. Uh, In other words, you don't have to, you could be in e-commerce, which has nothing to do with leads, for instance, and still make this, what we're talking about, extremely valuable to their growth. But I worked in all spaces. I've been around for a long time. I started in 2006 building websites. That was my first probably six months. You know, I was just building websites until I realized that my clients didn't want websites. They wanted customers. So I was thinking that what I need to do is build more and more websites. And they were saying that your website doesn't do anything for me. I was the same before and I'm <laughs> I'm getting just about the same number of clients <laughs> after. So I don't know what your website did, but it was also, again, like I said, Duan, it's 20 years ago. There was not a lot of Google going on and yeah. there's not a lot of social media. So I had to really learn that website's not the end all. The end all is lead generation. That leads to customer acquisition. If I didn't do that part, I got it all wrong. And I learned it. That's why I said I'm still working on becoming Solomon. (laughs) But, you know, that is so true because (laughs) people all the time are like, you know, because I I teach and I do a lot of uh, um, weekend workshops, teaching people how to become real estate investors. And I was like, oh, I've got to (laughs) get, excuse me. I need an LLC, I need a good website, I need this, 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 this. And I'm just like, "Mm." I mean, you do certainly need those things. But people think if they just put a website up, they're going to magically have customers just like appear out of the sky like fairy dust. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, there is a saying for that, Duan, that is that if you build it, people will come, right? That's like kind of like if, if you're Disney, it's probably true. But if you're not Disney and you build a theme park, no one's going to come. So this is where I believe that the distribution of your product and services is equally important as the product itself. Yep. We get caught up into the building of the product, the building of the widget, building of the website, building of whatever it is that we do, our coaching programs or your, you know, your workshops. But that's great. But how are we going to put butts on the seats yep. without the marketing arm? Right. And so for me, I spend very little time helping entrepreneurs build the widget because they already got that figured out. They don't need me for that. I'm not an expert in building the thing that they do. 
I'm an expert is getting their word out to the people that they should be they should be in front of, right? And that's the part that they're usually weak at because if you're a practitioner doing the thing that you do, say you're a doctor, or real estate yeah. uh, investor, or whatever it is, you could see a house and you're like, oh, this is worth $112,000. And if I can get it for 100 and I could flip it for this, I'll make put 75 into it and right, spruce it up, make it 299. I'll make a $200,000 or whatever it is that they're going to make. However, the problem is, how am I going to get these homes? Where are these homes? How do they know that the people that have these homes are going to sell it to you for cash? They have no idea that you exist. So I call that obscurity. That's the first thing you have to understand is that we live in an obscure world where people don't know you exist. And the fact that, Duan, that you're doing this podcast is exactly one of the things that we recommend people do, which is creating content that allows you to get out of obscurity and the ultimate, right? The ultimate gain and the ultimate everything is market dominance. Yep. You look at like a company like OpenAI, like market dominance, like people know them, people know ChatGPT. But if I made a widget tomorrow and it's an it's an AI bot, how many people will know? Probably three in my office that I have this amazing <laughs> uh, chat bot. It'll literally do anything for you. It can actually do more things than OpenAI's ChatGPT. You're like, dude, doesn't really matter because ChatGPT has got like 100 million users. So whatever you do doesn't matter it's going to stay in your four doors four walls right and that's the challenge that entrepreneurs face we have really amazing products and services and i'm saying we're probably better than our competition that we call competition today because they beat us to the game that we're not good at that is getting customers yep (laughs) yeah no i know you know it's funny with the uh, chat gpt i mean for me, it seemed like it just all of a sudden came out, like there it was. And every single solitaire person I know uses it. And it's like, dang, if anyone comes out after this and tries to take over that market, they really like hit that market hard when they first came out. That is correct. And, and like I said, I think they did wait three or four years. They had the product. They've been engineering it for a while. They didn't really want to get it out until they felt like it was ready for the market. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of oh, like yeah. Facebook. They kind of kept it internally. They gave it to some colleges. They tested this thing out to make sure. And look, Facebook is still a growing company. And it's been how many years now? And Facebook came out when I was in college. So we're not going to go how long that is. But it was quite a long time ago, right? <laughs> like, it's not a new product by any means. Well, uh, and, and I've been a real estate so, investor since before Google was ever even a thought in somebody's mind. So I'm like, correct. I am free Google. So I, I I remember, gosh darn, back in the day, the first thing I think that was really big was MySpace. That is right. Tom. That was so huge. And now it's like, people are like, what's that? It's like, oh, I don't even want to tell you. Because <laughs> they're on threads, right? They're on threads. They don't even know what MySpace is. I know. I just got on threads recently and I'm like, oh my God, it's like another thing to do. So I have my bees and I'm like, listen, you guys do all that. I cannot be that doing that. I, can have I agree. So now, um, so so if somebody was like uh, new to, we'll just say real estate, and they're thinking, I okay, it. I need to learn how to do some lead generation. Like, what is a, an yeah. actionable tip you could give someone? Not not like hey, work with me, but like, what could someone do to take the first step to start not being obscure? Yeah, it's a great question. So. It's literally, I'm gonna, I'm just going to give you like two 
two things, perhaps. Yeah. There's two things that's happening for any business owners in the marketplace. Number one thing is there are already people looking for what you do. So if it's real estate investors, they're looking to buy a home for cash. Am I right here? Like they uh -huh. want to buy a house for cash and then they want to flip it or hold, hold on to it, whatever. There is what they're Googling are essentially cash for home. It's like the right. keyword. On Facebook, if we ran ads, the ads would say, sell your home for cash. And Facebook's algorithm is so good, it's going to put it in front of people that are interested in those kind of content. They're going to click on that ad and that's going to generate what I call like demand for my product, right? It's uh -huh. like, they're going to, they're going to, so we call that simply the concept is called capturing demand. You didn't have to create the demand. You are simply capturing the demand that already exists in the marketplace. So if I was a window tinting company for fun here, right? Like I do window tinting. Uh -huh. How the freak am I going to get clients? And every single day I need more cars to come in. All I have to do is get on Google, search window tinting in the city. If I don't show up, the demand is going somewhere else. Yep. Agree or no? Oh, no, I 100% agree. I don't have to create the demand. The demand is already there. All I have to do is hold up a sign that says cash for homes. This is kind of what a lot of real estate investors do, right? They put yard signs with a phone number. What yep. are they trying to do, right? Like they're just trying to see if there's somebody out there that's looking for it. So that's capturing is the fastest way to get customers. Don't waste your time trying to teach people, you know, that, hey, you can make money, you know, you can get, you can get, sell your house in seven days. We're going to give you a fair offer. Like that's like a lot of information. That's education. That's uh -huh. like top of funnel. It's like teaching them that there's this new opportunity. You have to do it. We call that concept creating demand. This is where like, for instance, you know, you watch a YouTube video and you're like educated about eating healthy. But what we were doing, we didn't actually know this information before. Now we are now a person that is interested in the thing that we just watched, maybe taking, you know, omega-3 pills or something like that. Because yeah, we just yeah, said, yeah. oh my gosh, it's really, really. That person, I, if I was looking for omega-3, I would just Google it. And if I don't see it, or if I don't, if I go to Amazon, I don't see it, boom, it's gone. They're not ever going to buy your product. Because yeah. that zero moment of truth, you weren't there. That's it. But you're struggling to sell your pills. Or you're struggling to get homes. You're struggling to get window tending. I'm just all, all these examples because it works on all of them. Yeah, it works Because everywhere. we weren't there. Yeah, we weren't there. So that's number one. That's the first thing that I would do. That's my actionable step. Go do what people are doing to find you. Do you show up? And if you don't, it's not about working with me or any marketing consultant. I'm the last person to tell you to work with me. The reason is not everybody's a good fit, right? Like I have to educate people. They have to figure out what's a good fit. So if you don't see yourself, you're basically, that's your first step. You do now create content or run ads. Make sure you're on YouTube. If they punch in cash for homes in this city, town, whatever it is, you don't show up and some other guy's there with a YouTube video, my friend, get out that camera, start recording content, stick it up there, put that same title, Cash for Homes in Kentucky or wherever it is, right? Yeah. Now you have a little bit more chance of capturing the demand. Now, the creating demand is a little bit more involved. This is where probably an agency might be helpful. Right. They're going to help you, like you said, with the VA. They're going to cut up your content, post on YouTube, social media, threads everywhere else. 
they're going to tell you what to make the video about 10 ways to make money. And one of them is selling home, right? Sell the yeah. home that your grandma lived in that you don't need anymore for cash. That's one of my tips. Now I'm getting a bunch of people interested in my concept, but they never were looking for it in the first place, which is what a lot of agencies do. We create a lot of content and ads and everything to create demand. But my thing is the 80-20 rule. Why try to waste my time create demand when I'm not even capturing the demand that's already there? That is such a good point because, yeah, with any of that, window tending, building pools, snow plowing, the demand is there. And and people do have to get, we started, um, my husband and I bought some buildings in a, a little small town called Clinton, Iowa. Mm-hmm. So we decided to open up a little antique store. So the first thing is I was like, hey, we have to, you know, people have to be able to type in like antique store in Clinton, Iowa, and we need to be number one. And so I didn't really know a lot about how to do that, like specifically like for a store. But I worked on it for a few months. I hired some people to help me, help someone with some geotagging and fencing and all the stuff. And now we're we're number one. And but you have but and 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 it's a huge antiquing area. There's like three states, like Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa. It's a tri-state. They have their own magazine. Like everyone goes to these three states all year round, and they go antiquing wow. for the whole weekend. So I didn't know that. So I'm like, okay, how do I get to be number one? And I start finding out. It's like, holy cow, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know it was like that big of a thing because it's not something I normally, I mean, I love it now. But it was about capturing demand because we're already in a state where people literally are, have a map of like every antique mall and people go from spot to spot to spot on this map i was like okay i need to be on the map i need to capture people. I need to know i'm here i don't need to yep. try and get people interested in antiquing i need to get the people that already like it to come into my store that is it basically trading their dollars for your services rather than yep. somebody else's services and if you can be the best at that you really don't actually have to create any demand you see what i'm saying if you're really yeah, good I at it, the uh tri- top antique mall in the tri-state area Right. Now, the people that are like creating demand and capturing demand, you see the amount of energy that they're putting into it. What they're doing is they figured out their short term goals. They're going to reach their short term goals because that's just getting the person to come to your car wash as opposed to somebody else. But if I talk about the benefits of keeping getting antiques and the value that it could actually be worth more in 10 years from now and it, and how there's only one of this, this is one of one. You can't even get a second copy of this book or you know, yeah. create demand. People are going to get out of their houses, fly to Iowa because you did such a good job creating demand. That's what Chip and Jojo did. Oh, I know. Waco, I love this no. too. <laughs> Waco, Texas is now on the map because they said everything is like this. They're like, I'm ready to go. I have T-shirts. <laughs> okay. I, and so I the, actually want to reason... go there and just go see what they've got because I watch it. I'm like, I love all that. Thank you. But if they were to just capture demand, they would have just flipped some houses locally and they would have been done. Right. Yep. They were like, oh, we got enough money. We got we got our houses. We got our cats and dogs and cows and whatever else they got pigs. And but what they decided to do, is, no, 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 no. We're going to create demand. That means it's future proofing any possibility of becoming famous in Waco flipping houses. That's basically what they've done. No one's going to go over there tomorrow in Waco and take over. It's pretty much over, right? Like you said, it's ChatGPT and it's over. Now I can do that in 
and, and Wyoming, yeah, there's nobody there that's doing it. So that's the power. Like I said, over the last, if I were to sum up what I've done is, is both of these things at the same time so that the entrepreneurs never worried about distribution. Remember, mm-hmm. the people will come part. It doesn't come. As you know, then why isn't it coming for the new guy that just started with an LLC and a website? Why is he or her getting any leads? Because there's no distribution. Yeah. You have the website. The distribution is not there. I believe it's literally equally important that you work on that part as you worked on the website. Yeah, no, I agree. I love the fact that you help people do that because, um, yeah, like I teach people how to flip houses, like just, you know, like find them and sell them to rehabbers. And they're always like, oh my gosh, there's so many foreclosures, but I can't find anyone. Like, where are the people? And I'm like, you need to be doing all those things, marketing, and you need to be doing stuff so people can find you. That's absolutely right. And that's kind of where, yeah, that's, that is where, you know, creating content, actually caring about your social media presence, actually caring about the quality of the content, the quantity of the content, the frequency of the content, right? Like the depth, are you building an audience? Are you becoming a leader or are you a follower? Like, this is where entrepreneurs really have to spend their time is that what you're doing is fantastic. If only three people know you, it's not going to make you your life goals. It's <laughs> literally it, right? So oh, Grant true. Cardone does this. Yeah, Grant always says it's not about, it's not about you know, who you know, it's about who knows you. <laughs> Basically, it's saying like, if you have a million people that know you, but you don't need to know a million people, you're no. good. Yes. It's so true. when he says who knows you, Every new real estate agent I know, they hit up all their friends and family first. Are you looking to buy? Are you looking to sell? Da, da, da. And I'm like, listen, you just got your license like yesterday. If I was looking to buy or sell, I probably wouldn't even want to work with you. I want someone over here that's been doing this for a while that's got a ton of deals under their belt. Yeah, there was a thing that, you know, back in um, at whatever the gold rush, the guys that made money were in the guys that got the gold. The guys that were selling the shovels made the money. Yeah. So real estate schools do a great job making tons of money, getting real estate agents out there. <laughs> but then the real money is teaching real estate. <laughs> it is. If we, I live up in uh, Bailey, Colorado. So we're like up in the Rocky Mountains. And yeah. like out, out west here, there's a little town called Hartzell. H-A-R-T-S-E-L. So my husband and I, I don't know, a couple of years ago, we took a drive out there because it has all these little recommendations for like a fun little like daytime stop. And they have a whole sign there. And it was one of the places in Colorado that all the people went for the gold rush. So there's mm-hmm. there's little museums and there's all kinds of posts and signs and things about it. But the family with the last name Harsel, they tried to also make it in the gold. But, you know, thousands of people showed up in the same little town. So they opened up a restaurant. So they fed everybody and they housed people and they ended up owning this entire town and every single solitary thing in it. And they didn't find any gold. They supplied the people that are out there like, oh, I'm going to dig for gold, but damn, there's no food out here. It's freezing. (laughs) Right. And it's a good example. They made the money off of the other stuff. I'm so glad that you went there. So, so kudos, like kudos on that. Like, I, I wish I could go see a place like that. Sounds really oh, exciting. It's a really fun town. They actually have this really old, old, old building. Some guy is like 
put stuff into it for decades. It's got like a little graveyard outside and got all this really fun, old thing. Old, just all kinds of whatever you could imagine would be like an old ghost town. And it was just so interesting. And what was most interesting is it was packed. There, every street, people were walking and shopping and doing stuff. And I was like, this is literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But the whole thing is the town um, realized they weren't going to make any money with gold. So they started feeding the people and doing that, you know, that cooking. What's that called? Like um, where you open up the back of the chuck wagon and you feed everybody. Yeah. And they started building. feeding people and building a hotel yeah. and doing this and doing that and having supplies. And became like one of the wealthiest families in the old days yeah. out there. Yeah. It's like, awesome. exactly. Real Good. estate school will get you everywhere, Great but there's story. a lot in teaching it too. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, that they're not really prepping the agents to make money. That's why they're doing what you and I are saying, which is calling every friend of them that are not even in the market and asking them, do you want to buy or sell when they should be actually doing what we're talking about, which is getting them in front of people that are actually buying or selling. Forget your friends and family because they're going to transact once or twice in their lifetime. I promise you, they're not doing this every day. No. Right. You should be networking with real estate investors who are actually looking to flip two, three, four, five houses a year, that's your customer. Yep. I could not agree more. I could not, I, I'm like a hundred percent on board with what you say, because um, as an instructor, yeah, I do about once a month, I travel somewhere and I do a weekend uh, workshop and everyone's like, well, I'm working on my website. I'm working on my cards. I'm working on my LLC. Like for decades, I hear the same thing. Oh, hang on. I dropped my pen. And I'm like, okay, well, how are you going to get leads? Well, I'll put my website up. Well, how, you know, how are you going to find people? And they don't really have a clear path. And I how feel like that's a really big mistake for people. It's like, you got to have some kind of path or like a person like you, somebody that can help you that already knows how to do it. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. This wheel's already invented. That is correct. Just tell them to check out this episode so they get the basics. They can hire an intern. They can yep. do a lot of things to get better than where they are right now. Yeah, I am. I'm going to that's why we're, I'm interviewing you. We're going to send everyone to timothy.com. And I love the fact you have timothy.com. That's so awesome. Okay, so we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about personal stuff. What's your okay. uh, what's your favorite band of all time? Oh boy. Um <laughs> all the time I I actually listen to a band called Hill Songs. I don't know if you know what that is. It's is actually that the Christian a, a Christian band. A, a, it's a Christian band. Yeah, they, they oh, made that song. I know song. Yeah, that's that's a, I would say that would be I probably jam that more than anything else. I like that. I love Christian music. I've been a Christian since forever. I I uh, my family is in Tennessee, so I was raised up on like old bluegrass gospel. Right. And and nobody listens to it really. I mean, I guess people still listen to it, but I actually really like that old music. I'll go put in yeah. like some stuff. It's like, oh man, this is like this reminds me of being a child <laughs> at my grandma's house. Right. So, what's your favorite food? Tacos. I had it for lunch today. That's how good it is. You're funny. <laughs> we eat tacos a lot. That's probably the number one. I love tacos. We correct. They're easy. We need to, to make that our national food. Yes. And what's your favorite part of the day? Well, like, what's your favorite um, part of the whole day? Yeah. Yeah. So. This is a great question because um, I'm a workaholic. Probably people know that if you're an entrepreneur, you work a lot. Um, I'm a 
I'm a people person. So I enjoy this kind of things. If I'm creating content or I'm actually on a podcast or I'm coaching, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. It's when I can create the most impact with my day. I actually hate sitting behind the desk and doing emails and calling my team and doing all kinds of like, you know, managerial stuff that we unfortunately have to do. I enjoy this the most. So this could be at six o'clock at night. I'll be fired up, you know, I'll be like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel too. uh, I love when I'm helping, coaching, teaching, training, making content. I'm like, that's my happy time. That is, that really is. To me, it's impact. Yeah, it is. Otherwise, I feel like I'm behind the computer doing a lot of things. Even though I have a team, I feel like, oh man, I spend too much time. I want to be, I want to be where the people are. <laughs> that is correct. When you're, <laughs> yeah, when you feel like that's that's where we get our dopamine hit. Just let's be honest, right? Like that's what it is. Yeah, it is for me too. That's funny because no one ever says that. Everyone always is like morning, afternoon, evening. No. You're the first person that I've ever interviewed in my whole five years of being on my podcast that uh that i asked that question to that gave that answer and i thought oh that's where i'm at yeah that means our, that means that your heart's aligned with what you like to do that's what it yeah. is I, I agree i agree so what is the biggest goal that you yourself still want to accomplish and how can we help you do that yeah um that's a great question so um what we what i typically do is i help businesses scale right like that's 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 the name of our program that's what we do. And, and we just talked about customer acquisition and lead generation. Um, we create a lot of resources available on YouTube or Instagram, on TikTok. And if they would just go and follow our channel, that would be the greatest thing that you guys can help us. Because like, like I said, it's it's a distribution problem, right? We have the great content. <laughs> we need more people to see it. And, and I think you talked about selling. I'm all about adding value. Yep. Selling is not my goal. Just change the word selling to helping. So we create tons and tons of content. So all of that is linked on my site. If they can just go subscribe, I guarantee you they're going to learn how to 10x their business and they can figure out how to execute it. They could use an intern. They could use you know an internal resource. They could outsource yeah. it. They could use AI. But the, the challenge is people do not know what to do. So and that is the biggest problem is that they are blanking out. And the answers that you get about setting up an LLC and a website and making some business cards is because they are lacking what I call the strategy on how the blueprint. They don't know what to do. And there's way far and few people that are talking about the thing that I'm talking about because 90% of lead generation and customer acquisition is a hype to yeah. get them more business. It's literally, yeah, it's a sales pitch. So I don't do that. And the reason why I don't do that is that I'm not profit-driven like you and I said. I am. I like business and money and everything. Yeah, of course. But I'm actually an impact-driven entrepreneur. So I care more about the impact that I can make rather than the $10,000 that I'm going to get from two clients or you know whatever that is. Yeah. And the reason I say that is that because I know I can't help everybody. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I don't. You can't I can't my own possibly. Heart. You cannot help everybody. <laughs> that is correct. But what I could do is tell everybody what they could be doing differently to give them the strategy that they don't have right now, at least, because they haven't listened to this episode and go implement those things. It's about teaching a man how to fish. Let's go back to like the Bible, like you said. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I can't fish for everybody, but I could teach a lot more people how to fish and they could be so much more successful than ever paying a fisherman more and more money every month and every year. 
In fact, let me tell you, the ad spend and the cost of running ads is at an all-time high. Yeah. Well, that was all-time high a year ago, and it was all-time high a year before that. So what happens is that this is only going to keep going up. Look at yeah. the inflation, right? So Facebook got to get their cut of the inflation. So everything costs more. So when you're in a world where advertising is no longer affordable, what can you do? They got to do the thing that you and I are doing right now. Yeah. Content creation, content distribution, becoming a thought leader, right? Becoming an authority on zero dollars. Zero dollars. Like this is time investment. Yep. And and yep. whatever the time to uh you know disseminate the information, right? Distribute the information and the actual frequency of the information you're distributing. Like don't think of it like mathematically. It's about the speed, the volume, and the quality of the content, not just content for the sake of content creation. And that's what it is. And it costs zero dollars in ads. You're not spending any money on Zuckerberg or Google or anything. You're going to be working harder than ever. You're going to work yeah. so hard, but you're also going to get leads and sales on the back end. Yeah. What's your YouTube channel? Um, it's basically linked on our website. It's just Solomon Timothy Click X. That's the name of the channel. It's just my full, full name. If you search my full name, you'll see it. But every single day we're working on uploading shorts. And all of this is extremely relevant on how to do SEO, how to claim your yeah. local business uh, Google profile. Um, how to optimize it, how to create the best blog post, like anything that I can do so that they can be more informed would be the greatest thing. I am actually working on a book for small businesses is basically how to 10x their business. Um, and so it's it's something, it's early stages, but that would be my next book that I'll be putting out. It's just literally taking all of this stuff that I taught here and making it actionable for entrepreneurs. Nice. Well, the nice thing is uh, when this uh, episode comes out, You'll, the video will be on my YouTube and on my website, and then it goes to all the platforms, and we do the blog, the show notes, the promotion. I promote every video, and so I love it. So that's why I'm more like, how can we help you? And so that's that's it. You said, that's exactly help. what I'll be doing for you. Thank you. Yeah, and we, I do. Uh, I, I'm, I personally go through and pick out like the 60 seconds for the video and the stuff based on like what I found interesting. I used to have somebody right. else do that. I'm like, no, I really like to do that because I want to kind of capture your essence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going back to kind of like that goal and the reason I really recommend other entrepreneurs too, if you're finding yourself struggling, can get leads, can get sales. Most of the time, it's because we're internally focused. Yeah. We're worried about me, me, me. I didn't get a customer. I need to get leads. If we can switch that mindset to say, how can I serve Juan and how she's doing? What, what can I do to make her an extra 10 grand? All of a sudden, you will not have to worry about sales. That's right. Because she's going to be the first one to give you business. He's like, wow, I've been looking for this help. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yep. And it's that mindset shift that like literally what we try to educate our entrepreneurs and our customers is that their newsletter is all about how big their, you know, their plant is, you know, their their warehouse is 200 million square foot large. Like nobody cares. All they want is that you're going to give them the best. Yeah, you're going to give them the it's best. True. Nobody does care. Right. But the thing is, the, a lot of newsletters and a lot of content that people create are all about them. Yeah. Look how good we are. Look at all the awards, the, all the accolades. Look how many yeah. years. Look how they. And guess yeah. what? The problem is. Our customers are struggling because they don't have the thing that we do, which is they got to get this house 
grandma passed, gonna get this house off my back, or somebody's having a divorce, they wanna sell this house quick and they wanna go through real estate agents and all of yeah. that, take 90 days, um, probate. There's all these reasons why they might wanna get rid of this house. And you should be focused on helping them, yeah. solving problems for them. And if you're a real estate investor, your greatest asset is getting in front of these people and giving them the hand that they need. And you will glad they will gladly give you the house. Even for real estate investors, this is a really good thing that that I think it's we're going to touch on really, really quick here. Is that the number one reason why people are hesitant to sell their house for cash for a Joe Schmo that comes into their house is they don't trust Joe Schmo. Yeah. That's the number one reason. It's not even that they're not going to sell the house for cash to an investor. It's because they don't know that person. That means that we haven't done enough job adding value to them, that they have no idea because this is new concept to them. They are worried that, is this person going to pay me? There's no reviews on Google about this guy. There's no content yeah. online. He's nowhere to be found. He has no profile of any kind. The wife is going to say, I don't know about this guy, but that young lady named Duan, she seems like a sweetheart. Give her the house. Oh. <laughs> it's true. It's over. It's she's true. on podcast. She's on. She's sitting next to Oprah over here. She's got her own TV show. Like, what's there to it? Just give her the house. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Literally. I agree. I agree. People will work with you because they like you, but also when you have a little background or some something they can see. Like, oh, okay. Well, other people have worked with them. Other people have trusted them. So I'm exactly. going to as well. That's what we're talking about. The things that are really important. Creating content. Get in front of the camera. And if you can't figure that out, get some help. Watch our content. We literally show you step-by-step step how to do it. That's I'm my, that's go my find vision. I'm going to YouTube site. I'm going to subscribe to it today. I'm excited to watch your videos. I'm like, oh, I love everything that you're saying. And you're like, really, you have my own heart there. So I love everything that you're saying. Do it. Okay, so... Um, I have one more thing, but before we get to the last thing, so all of you that are listening, if you're new to Dwanderful, go to Dwanderful, D-W-A-N-D-E-R-F-U-L. I took Dwan and Wonderful and I made a new word. Go to Dwanderful.com and opt in. I have a free ebook, Flip Your Way to a Fortune. I have four other small bonuses for you just for opting in, no strings attached. Also, check out my YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, just Dwanderful is just everywhere. Everywhere is Dwanderful. And if you enjoyed the show today and you learned some things, you had fun with Solomon and with me, then I want you to leave a five-star review and I want you to subscribe. I also want you to go to my YouTube channel, Dwanderful Real Estate Investing. Also, subscribe and hit the little bell. So every time a new video comes out, you're like, hey, I want to go check that out, as well as Solomon's, because all the work that we do and the content that we create, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And but people that do it is because they have a heart for teaching and training and helping you, because if we've done it, you can do it. That's why I always tell people, like, listen, I was fired from Denny's. If I can become a millionaire real estate investor, literally anybody can do it. So we put a lot of work into providing and educating you, all of you. So follow us and subscribe and like and stay up and watch the videos and work with us and and be involved in what we're doing because you get two examples of people right here that are doing great for me for decades, decades, decades and decades. 
and right. let us help you shorten it, man. You shortcut everything. You know, nobody needs to reinvent the wheel. Like the wheel's here. Just find out how to, you know, work with the right person that resonates with you. And that's that was where your success will come in. Okay, so I like to have every guest at the end of the show give me a parting word of wisdom, but actually just one single word, a parting word of wisdom. Yeah, it's, a, it's an easy one for me. I'll just say hustle. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, See, I like never, you said, ask, well, we're I never ask anybody in advance because I don't want people thinking about their word through the whole show and being distracted. <laughs> and some people are yeah, like, no. word? I can't do it a word. I'm like, yeah, you can. Come on, reach deep. It's in there. Okay, now, so Absolutely. everyone, hang on. Hustle is our word of the week. But what we want to know, Solomon, is what does hustle mean to you? That absolutely. I think you kind of answered that right a minute ago. You said, hey, it's a lot of work. That is right. We have to do this on top of running an organization, on top of running a company. This is not what we do all day. I can I can assure you, most entrepreneurs that create a lot of content, they're also running businesses that have fires every hour, every minute. There's problems everywhere. You name it, there's challenges. You can't have a growing organization be perfect. It doesn't work. So what you have to realize is that the only way to overcome all that is that you have to intentionally hustle while you're at work, right? I'm not talking about 24-7 hustle. You don't sleep or anything. We're not Elon Musk. But we have to be working really <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> hard. The time, right? Investing in the time rather than, you know, going to Dunkin' Donuts for 27 minutes, unless that's what you need to do to, you know, kind of like get a little rest. You might have to put into creating three stories and go like make that Instagram post at two o'clock in the afternoon, you know. So that's what I think most entrepreneurs don't know is that the management management of time. They're just sort of like you know uh, figuring out. Well, I don't have time to create content. It's probably the number one thing people are going to say, and it's because we don't use our time wisely. And I would say that if you put a little bit of hustle into what you do, you can get the coffee while creating content and get get everything done. That's what yeah. I try to do. I love it. All right, everyone. Hustle is our word of the week. So Solomon, I really want to thank you for coming on. I know time is our most valuable asset. And I just really appreciate people that will spend an hour with me and spend their time. Because, you know, like I said, time is your most valuable asset. And when you're out of time, you know, you don't get it back. So I appreciate your time. And I love your energy. And I got lots of really great notes. And people are you're all going to love this show when it comes out. And uh, everyone will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And remember that the truth is in the red letter. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Solomon. I appreciate you. Thank Ciao, you so everyone. Wow, wow, wow. How much fun did you just have? You listened to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Hey, do me a favor. If you love just one thing about the show, if you laugh, if you learn something, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Don't forget, next week, same bat time, same bat channel.